Hello, this is Carl Mailer from the Let's Talk Sports podcast. Are you one of the many people like me who love to voice their opinions? Then, well, the Anchor app is for you. Me, myself, I love using the Anchor app because I love voicing my opinion about everything sports. If you would like to get started on your own podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash start to make your own podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Let's Talk Sports Podcast. I am your host, Carl Miller, where we talk all things sports. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Ronald Acuna Jr. does it yet again. He hits another home run in last night's 5-0 victory over the Miami Marlins, a Miami team who is very frustrated with Ronald Acuna. Ronald Acuna, after hitting this home run last night, gets hit yet again by another pitch in that game last night. And I will say this, Ronald Acuna has the most home runs in a rookie season before his 21st birthday. He's on a list of Hall of Famers. In just 76 games, he now leads all rookies this year with 21 home runs. That is so incredible for this Atlanta team. And anyone who knows baseball knows that Atlanta has one of the best farm systems around in baseball. If Ronald Acuna does not win rookie of the year, the MLB is rigged. He now has more home runs than Washington Nationals rookie Juan Soto. They both have the same amount of RBIs at 45. But for Ronald Acuna to now have 21 home runs, and 45 RBIs. I saw a stat earlier this morning that if Ronald Acuna, if he did not get hurt, and if he had played about 160 games, he would be on pace for 44 home runs and 90 RBIs this season. If he did not get hurt when he did during that Boston series. I'm I'm just I'm so impressed with with the the amount of international talent that there is around the world when it comes to baseball because you don't see this in any other sport but like soccer but you don't see this in bas you don't really see it in basketball that much. There there are some very good international players throughout the years in basketball, but you don't see it that often. But I will say this baseball really does a good job with their international players. These international guys really they, they surprise me every year because it's it's someone new that p- comes up out of nowhere. And I am just, I am merely blown away by this. I keep saying this and I'm going to keep saying it until the day I die. I am so proud. I am so damn proud to be an Atlanta Braves fan. Atlanta is doing a good job this year with the talent that they either bring up from the minor league affiliations or for these guys that they go out and scout. And, and and I don't know if I have mentioned this, but I'm going to mention it now. The Atlanta Braves organization signed Ronald Acuna Jr. and Ozzie Albies 
at the age of 16 years old. And Ronald Acuna is not even 21 yet. And look what this man's doing. He's 20 years old playing at the major league level of professional baseball. Something I wish, if I had stuck to it, I could have been doing. Because I really do love sports. If I had stuck to a lot of things when it came to playing sports in high school, who knows? I could have been playing college ball somewhere. I could have been playing college ball for ECU. I could have been maybe trying to have a shot, a long shot, at a professional sport. But just, you know, where were most of you guys at the age of 16? These guys were getting signed by a professional league baseball team. I, I'm just I'm so impressed with this Braves team this year, and I'm going to keep saying it. I'm going to keep repeating myself because I'm just so happy. This Atlanta team really has just shown a lot of people this year that you can't count on, you can't sleep on them. I think a lot of teams and a lot of fans around around the country, including Atlanta fans, were kind of skeptical on, on the season. They were like, oh, well, we're probably not going to do anything. We're probably going to have another losing season. Because we haven't had anything good since 2013. And look where we're at. We're, Atlanta's almost 20 games over 500. 20 games over 500. It's been a long time since I have said Atlanta is almost that good. Atlanta is good, but they are almost that good. And, and, I, and I'm going to say the same thing like I said about the Boston Red Sox. And if anyone doesn't remember what I said about the Boston Red Sox a couple days ago, I had mentioned that if the Boston Red Sox do not win the World Series this year, it's an all-or-nothing season. You basically have wasted that season, this season because Boston has the best record in baseball. And I do have quite a few Boston friends, Boston Red Sox fans, that I know if Boston does not win this World Series this year, their season I think is going to be a complete waste. Just like if I think the Atlanta Braves do not make the playoffs. Because like I've mentioned as well yesterday, the National League East is a tight division. If Atlanta does not win this National League East, National League East division, their season is going to be a complete waste. And I'm just being honest and I'm being I'm being open about this. This is going to be a good finish to the season. Atlanta's got to continue to win these Atlanta's got to continue to win games. Atlanta has to win at least in my opinion. They have to win at least over 90 games. If not 90 by itself, but over 90 games to be at least Hopefully guaranteed a National League East pennant. Something that I know the fans of Atlanta will be happy to see. Do I think Atlanta could potentially win a World Series this year? I don't know. The, the, the bullpen kind of scares me a little bit. The bullpen does scare me. The starting pitching rotation has been, it's been good. I, I still am skeptical about about some of the starting pitching, but I mean, when you got as a lot of talent to look at all over the all over the minors, 
it, 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 it brings for a very interesting situation. But I am going to say that if Atlanta can not bring home a National League East pennant, I think their season could be a complete waste. Because here's a team right now that has a potential to knock off the Nationals. The Nationals are a team that has been struggling this whole season. They have a chance to knock off the Phillies, who have been the second surprise team. I think there's been a lot of surprises this this year in the National League East. For anyone that follows the National League East, for anyone that is a Phillies fan, a Marlins fan, a Mets fan, or a Nationals fan, I think this has been a, com- a complete surprise division. Because a lot of fans, a lot of people around baseball, a lot of people that love baseball, were expecting the Nationals to run away with this division. And they have not. I don't think the Nationals have even had... A divi- I know for sure they've had a division lead at one point, but they haven't really done much. They haven't really held on to a division lead. The Mets have just been struggling all year long. They have some good pitching around them, but no run support to help them out. And that's why the Mets are in fourth place, because they can't get nothing done for help from their offense. You look at one of their best pitchers, Noah Syndergaard. He has been by far one of their best pitchers all season. He has, I think, the MLB's best lowest ERA. But he has no run support behind that. That just describes the Mets season. And the Marlins, the Marlins, and like I mentioned this the other day about the Marlins, they're just in a complete rebuild. I don't know what they're doing. They let go of almost half of their roster from within like the last couple of seasons. None of them are on that team anymore. You you have all of these all of these talented guys and you just let them go. I understand money is a valuable thing in in the professional sports. It's a business. I understand that. As a fan, I understand it. It took me a while to understand that, but I understand it now that the professional sports is a business for these athletes. They're not guaranteed to stay with one team their whole career depending on how long their career shall last. This is going to be a good finish. And I've mentioned this yesterday. It's going to be a very good finish to this National League East. And another player I would like to bring up from the NFL is Kirk Cousins. I mentioned it about the Red Sox. I mentioned about the Braves. If Kirk Cousins, with his Guaranteed money at $84 million guaranteed after playing the last two seasons on the franchise tag in Washington. If Kirk Cousins does not bring the Vikings a Super Bowl championship this year, I think it can be a potential bust for the Minnesota Vikings and the fans. Because I know these fans have a lot of hope riding on Kirk Cousins. They have a stacked, a stacked team. Their defense is going to be one of the top five defenses in the league this year. Not a top 10, but a top five. They got a lot, a lot of talent surrounding that defense. And their offense was Stephon Diggs, Rudolph. 
and Adam Thielen, that t- offense is going to be stacked. And with the addition of you getting back Dalvin Cook, who honestly Dalvin Cook could have potentially won Rookie of the Year last year if he did not tear his ACL. I th- there was a lot of good coming out of Dalvin Cook for Minnesota. But it still begs me to wonder, why didn't the Vikings give a chance on Case Keenum? They gave a chance on him last year because they got rid of Teddy Bridgewater after the season ended because I think Teddy knew, and I think the whole Minnesota fan base knew that Teddy Bridgewater was not coming back to Minnesota. After that devastating knee injury in practice back in 2016, I I think he knew that he wasn't going to be playing in Minnesota anymore. And he actually returned to Minnesota. He was actually activated on the active roster when Minnesota went to go visit Washington last year. I was at the game. Teddy Bridgewater was in tears. They didn't show it on the Titron, but they showed it on these video clips all around the internet. It was an emotional time. But if Kirk Cousins does not bring home a... Super Bowl ring to the Vikings. It's going to be a bust. Bust season for the Vikings. Because the Vikings felt like they should have been the first team ever in the history of national football to represent themselves at their home stadium in a Super Bowl. The Vikings could have had a chance, but the Eagles were just too good. Even without Carson Wentz in the playoffs because he tore his ACL in Week 14 against the Rams. And I will say this about Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz could have easily, could have easily been the MVP of the season. He was playing at a phenomenal level. A level I haven't seen in quite a while from a quarterback. But injuries happen. It's a part of the league. The Los Angeles Lakers are supposedly pissed off at Paul George for declining a meeting. When I heard about this, it just makes me wonder, why are the Lakers even getting mad? I understand that you wanted to bring in some star power to the Lakers. And by far, you the you guys got the biggest star power in LeBron James. I still think that there are some fans in Los Angeles that are kind of upset about that and I really do I really feel like you know the the whole thing with that 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 picture that was spray painted or whatever out there in Los Angeles it kept getting destroyed so there's clearly some hatred for LeBron James coming over to Los Angeles now I don't think LeBron James is going to ever surpass Kobe's legacy as a Laker but for and this is what I found kind of appalling is why was LeBron James even mentioned as one of the greatest Lakers when LeBron James has yet to play one single quarter of basketball for the Lakers? Why why is he even getting mentioned yet? LeBron James has to prove himself, which I know for sure LeBron James is going to prove himself. When the season does start, but why are are why are, are these analysts and, and and these journalists 
even putting LeBron James in uh, in in talks about being a great one of the greatest Lakers. It, I will have to see for myself after the season ends, because right now the Lakers are not, are projected to be if and if not an eighth seed in the playoffs, if not missing the playoffs just by a couple of games. I do think this is going to be one of the toughest seasons for LeBron James. One of his one of his few tough seasons he's had in the NBA, because LeBron James has had a very successful. A very successful career. But back to the point on Paul George. If I'm, if I'm Paul George, I, I'm going to give it another shot in Oklahoma City this year. But if it doesn't work out, why not try jumping ships to Los Angeles or even Houston? Because I'm still kind of fishy. And me, this is just me personally. I'm still kind of fishy on the whole Carmelo Anthony situation. Because Carmelo Anthony knows he's most likely going to come off the bench in Houston. And I, I, I don't think that's going to suit Carmelo Anthony this well. At the stage of his career, Carmelo Anthony, I don't think, is suited to come off the bench. But with that Rockets organization, I mean, you got to work around with what you have. But, but if I'm Paul George... I'm going to say it again. Just give it another shot. Give it another shot in Oklahoma City. What's the worst that can happen? You guys make the playoffs again and then get beat. I mean, that's the worst that can really happen. Oklahoma is probably going to be a projected playoff team just because of the likes of Paul George and Russell Westbrook, what those two guys can do alone. And 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 I and I've mentioned this many a times before. I didn't really like that that those the, those three men together and Carmelo Russell and and Paul because I still feel like and and this is just me being me. I don't know how you guys feel. I don't know about anyone else feels, but I just feel like that Russell Westbrook tends to make it about himself many too many too many times in in the games. He has proven it time and time again throughout his career that at times. At most times, Russell Westbrook makes it about himself. And I think that is the Achilles heel that is going to be Russell West, Russell, Russell's career. It's going to be him making it about himself. I don't understand why fans don't, you know, why fans don't try to... I, I, and if I was a fan of Oklahoma City... I would try to find a way to get a hold of Russell Westbrook and be like, you really need to try to stop making it about yourself. I don't know if anyone, if any fan has realized this in Oklahoma City. But watching it from home and seeing the games on TV that they show when the Thunder is broadcasted live on TV, you can see that, that Russell tends to make it about himself. But that's just me. I, I am looking forward to... The NBA season coming up this year. I am looking very forward to that. To see what happens with my Phoenix Suns. With the, the young talent that we have. I know Phoenix is not going to be a playoff team. But I'm still excited to see what happens. Never know what might happen. There could be a few surprises. I'm not holding my breath though. 
Last night's victory for the Cleveland Browns in the play in the preseason and a 5-0 win over the defending champion Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles, Nick Foles has been struggling mightily over the preseason. And after that shoulder injury he suffered, I didn't think he was going to play last night. I didn't catch the first quarter and I caught very little bit of the second quarter, but I did watch the the whole second half. <laughs> The the Eagles, I mean, I know it's preseason, and a lot of those guys are probably not going to make the team. But I'm kind of worried about Nick Foles, if he's going to even be a true backup to Carson Wentz. And, and I'm excited about former head coach Chip Kelly. I want to see what he can do with that young UCLA offense. I think the offense that he ran at Oregon, the offense that he tried to run in Philly – and in San Francisco, I think he's going to try to bring back what he did at Oregon at UCLA. UCLA is going to be a, a, very, uh, a very determined football team. I, I, I'm, I just want to see how he, how he pans out with the Bruins. I want to see how he does. I want to thank you guys for tuning in today to the Let's Talk Sports podcast. As always, I'm your host, Carmelo, where we talk all things sports.